Can we have breaking news? Let's get right to it. Past 24 hours, we've seen 34 new cases of COVID-19 here in Utah. Breaking news out of Utah, a magnitude 5.7 earthquake hitting just after 7 a.m. local time, about 10 miles west of Salt Lake City. We need 100 to 150,000 tests a day. is another Isolation 20 podcast. I go by the name of Dre Rocket. Thank you for uh, clicking play. Maybe you are a long-time listener, or maybe you uh, just found the podcast on accident. Like, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't know how that happens in 2021 no more. Like, if you find a podcast, it's typically somebody introducing you to it, um, or maybe uh, – you seen a link? I don't know. I don't know. I I typically personally like I'm just speaking from a from a from ex, you know my own experience. I never really just fall into a podcast. It's typically somebody's introducing me to it, and uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for for finding me. <laughs> and uh, if you are part of the gang, I appreciate you just uh, hitting play again. Um, man, it has been a tremendous time in life right now i uh just coming off of mother's day you know mother's day is one of those days that uh that's you know it's it's an interesting thing man i uh i grew up with a single father so i didn't really have um a mother in the picture and uh that was always interesting during this time because we're still in school right you're 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 building things for your mom to take home before the weekend, before, you know, Mother's Day, Sunday. And uh, for me, I was I was doing it, but I was doing it to give to my dad or maybe I'll give it to like, you know, one of my female ladies that I appreciate. You know, like I have um, I have some women in my life that I call my sister that helped raise me Um along with my stepmom as well. But me and my stepmom never had the uh, best relationship growing up. Uh, love her now, right? We have a great relationship now. But um, Mother's Day was always tough for me being uh, a kid with a single father and, and no mother. But I, you know, now that I have a wife in my in my life and I have, uh, you know, the, the mother of my children, I, uh, I, I, live, I live through my kids now right i want to show my wife how much we appreciate her and uh and i show her through mother's day now right i mean we always appreciate her every day but now it's like hey babe like we really love you um and those are things that i was never able to do uh growing up and and so it's 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 really dope man i i uh i was telling my son tavian i was like do you love your mom and of course he's like yeah and I was like, well, do you think you should tell your mom enough that you love her? And, uh, you know, I, I could tell his wheels were turning. Mind you, my kid's only eight. He's about to be nine in August. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm about to have a nine-year-old. Like, is it time for the talk? You know, I was actually having this conversation uh, with another friend of mine, and uh, that whole that whole talk thing is is kind of awkward, right? Because that's another thing that I never did as a, as a younger kid is um actually have that that talk with my dad and talk about where babies come from and all the nonsense that comes along with it right like (sighs) the awkward moments of puberty right the the awkward boners that you get without even wanting one (laughs) it's 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 really awkward it's really 
a time where I'm like, do I talk to him now? Do I wait a couple years? Do I just not talk to him? I mean, I turned out fine. I didn't have, I wasn't a teen pregnancy kid and I never had that conversation with my dad. I never had an STD, um, never had a pregnancy scare. I was scared to have sex. That was, that was definitely something I was afraid of. And maybe if my dad would have had that conversation with me, maybe, maybe that would have turned out different. Maybe I would have been a whole whore out in these streets, but I mean, I don't want to be a whore, right? Like that's, that's not a cool thing to be. That's not something I'm proud of. Imagine me being a hoe Like yo Like what kind of stories Would I tell Like whore stories I don't want to tell Whore stories I'd rather tell stories About how like I went And did this cool thing With my friend Or I helped out a friend Right Like I was very much That kid growing up I was not I would always go to the parties Right I would always try to Talk to the girls And whatnot. But it was more or less Like yo I want to be your homie Rather than I'm trying to get in your pants But you know That's a that's a whole thing, man. I, and I, I'm, I'm like, you know, Mother's Day just makes me realize that I am truly blessed to have a, a solid, a solid woman in my life. Um, and I'm thankful every day. You know, I'm thankful. Um, I'm hopeful that my family will be intact forever. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm thankful. Um, and I'm all of those motions wrapped up in, in the one. There's nothing that is ever truly, um, going to happen right um such as like relationships right um by no means is my relationship ever like in danger right like i always did all that nonsense whenever it became a thing um because relationships happen like that like sometimes we fight and it has been to that point you know and that was years ago that was really early in our relationship and um that that whole thing has been deaded forever um but, you know, I, I truly hope and believe that I have the opportunity to have that strong family that can last forever, right? It's not often that we hear about those families no more where the parents are together and they die together, right? It's always like, yo, my parents divorced when I was, you know, even before I was born, you know what I mean? Or or those things, but... um you know, I'm going to try everything in my power just to keep showing appreciation for um, my wife, um, especially on Mother's Day. Um, but just to show her how much I appreciate her. We've been through so much. Um, shout out to the YouTube gang. Um, I'm filming this episode. So if you have not joined the YouTube gang, definitely go and check it out. Um, All Rock on Insta- or on, uh, on YouTube. But um, there is a video on that YouTube channel of me going through my surgery, right? And uh, I believe on that video, one of those videos, I talk about everything that she has done, right, to support me um, through one of the toughest times in my life. And back surgery is no joke, right? I had no idea if I was going to come out of that surgery alive. Um, being able to feel my feet, being able to, to you know, be functional. And, uh, you know, she was with me throughout the whole thing, you know what I mean? Like, she helped bathe me. Like, there were a bunch of shit that she didn't have to do, um, but she did, man. And I I, uh, I will always remember those things, you know what I mean? She's, she's my forever partner because of those things, because she showed me that she's down, like, she's ride or die for me. Like, she, she just, she has my heart, man, and um, not everybody gets to experience that, so I'm very blessed and I feel very honored and privileged to have um, 
these kids in my life as well. You know, like my, my children, our children, um, you know, there's people out there that can't have kids or, um, maybe their kids aren't here right now. You know what I mean? And I, I truly like, I, I keep that close to my heart. I, I always, I always remind myself like, yo, you're lucky. You're lucky this is happening to you right now. Um, because not everybody gets that. So happy mother's day to all the mothers out there. Um, I, uh, I'm, if, if my voice sounds kind of different, it's because I am coming off of a a weird cold sickness type of thing. I uh, I don't know my 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 family. They got sick and they were sick for about a week and a half, two weeks. And mind you, I did not get sick at all. I was good. Like I I um I take my vitamins daily and everything like that. I was still holding my kids and everything like that and taking you know doing everything I need to as a parent. And I never got sick. And then uh, all of a sudden, like on Wednesday or so, I, or Wednesday or Thursday, I started to feel weird. Not sick, like not not like congested or anything like that. I just felt off. I I felt different. And um, I had this like tickle in the back of my throat, pause. Uh, but it wasn't like in the back of my throat. It was like on the top. It was like on the roof of my mouth, but in the back, pause. <laughs> And so I uh, I was telling my girl And I was like yo I think I'm getting what y'all had And um, she's like alright Well take a COVID test right And so I take the COVID test And um, everything is good Negative Boom ace the test just like that Bing bong done And uh, I'm like alright cool Well I don't have a COVID That's a, that's a plus that's a win um, But then like the next day I started to get this might be TMI, but hey, we this is family love. This is the Isolation 20 podcast. This is what you get on the Isolation 20 podcast. Just me and uh spilling the 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 Dre life tea, I guess. Um I didn't I didn't have mocos, I didn't have no mucus uh that was green. It was like clear. It was almost like allergies. That's what it felt like. It felt like allergies. <coughs> and so excuse me. And so I uh I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm, I, I got this like mucus on me or in me, and um, it's not green; it's clear. This has to be allergies. Take allergy medication. I shut the windows in the in the house and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, we'll see if this kicks it. And so, took the uh, took the medication, and sure enough, nothing happened. <laughs> so it just stayed, and then it kind of progressed, and um, I kind of had low energy. It was. Like I'm telling you, it wasn't like I was sick. It was it was really bizarre and really weird. So I uh I stayed away from the gym. Obviously, um I still had to work. I had a couple gigs that I had to go to. Um so I had to I had to DJ those even though um I wasn't feeling the hot the hottest, right? But I knew I wasn't COVID. I you know, I didn't have COVID or anything. So I was like, "All right, let's do it." Ruff, ruff, time out, time out. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel. I'm the admin of the Jazz Nation social media pages, and of course a lifelong Utah Jazz fan. And now I'm also the host of the Jazz Nation podcast. And I'm Will Wonder, lifelong Orlando Magic fan. Whoa, whoa, hey, relax, relax. And co-host of the Jazz Nation podcast. Each week, check in with us to hear all things Utah Jazz related. Scores, predictions, player movement, and everything in between. We will also have some really fun interviews with current and former jazz employees and players. 
Once again, that's the Jazz Nation podcast. Find us wherever you stream podcast. Bye bye. Um, but I did stay away from the gym. I didn't work out for eh, about four days. Um, but at the same time, I didn't have an appetite either. That was another weird thing. I didn't have no appetite, so I had to force myself to eat. Um, but I uh, I ended up going to the gym today. This is my first day back at the gym. Feeling good. Um, for those of you that don't know, I've been on a weight loss journey for a long time. And the thing about weight loss journeys is that like, it's never just cut and dry and like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're done. You're skinny. Boom. You did it. Two years in, you're done. Right. It never works out that way. Um, at least for me, at least, um, this thing has been a, uh, a tough road. You know, I, uh, I always start. Uh, and when I say start, I'll start working out. I'll start uh, watching what I eat. I'll start to like cut out things out of my diet that I always just kind of hear about. Like you always hear about, oh, you need to cut the carbs and you need to cut the sugar. That's it. You'll be skinny in 34 days. It's like, all right, that's pretty exact. Um, but I've always tried those things. It never really worked out for me. And um, part of it is because I was doing it during a time when I didn't get when I didn't have my spark. Right. I oftentimes talk about this thing called the spark. And what the spark is for me is everybody has that moment in their life when they get motivated to do something, right? Um, I'll use my sister as an example. God rest her soul. Um, My sister was an addict, right? But there was um, a time in her life when she got a spark that said, yo, I'm done with this life. I'm I'm done with running the streets, uh, you know, getting into trouble, doing drugs, I'm done, right? She had that spark. And it was during that time when she had that spark that she leapt on that spark. She leapt on it. She she held it and she rode the wave of that spark, right? And when she when you jump on that spark when you got it, you'll see tremendous uh tremendous success in whatever it is that you're doing. For me, it's weight loss, right? So I had that I had that spark moment um throughout throughout my life. Um but that spark fizzles out, right? Um, so about, let's see, it was about the end of February, beginning of March. I was like, uh, I, I forget what I was doing. I was doing something, and uh, I instantly got the spark. I got the spark. I, I might have been watching an Instagram video or something, and uh, I held on to it. I was like, all right, March 1st, yo, we're hitting the gym we're going to uh, try to hit it at least three times a week, right? And so I just I just kept on it, right? And I finished out the month of March. I hit 21 out of my 31 workouts, um, so the far exceeding my my expectation of three times a week, right? I almost doubled the amount of time that I wanted to do that, like the goal that I set for myself. I doubled it, um, and then it was around that time, like towards the end of March. Um, my good friend Will Wonder, the Will Wonder podcast. You hear the you hear the ads on the podcast all the time. Um, he was like, "Dre, I'm bringing back Sunday workouts because last year, um, him and my my other brother uh, Sebastian, they go to the the park, they train, they work out, right? One day a week on Sundays. And so he was like, "Yo, I'm bringing it back for April." He was like, "Yo, pull up uh, Murray High eight o'clock if you want." And so he just left it at that. He was just like, "Yo, boom, here you go." And um, he caught me at the time when I was still holding on to that spark, right? So, of course, I'm like, all right, man, I got a friend that's invited me to go do this thing that's only going to benefit me. Yeah, it's going to be hard, 
I'm gonna I might not be able to do what they can do. I might not be able to keep up with them. But hey, you know what? I ain't got nothing to lose. Let's go. And so I I, I go I go that Sunday and um it is the best thing that I've done um since doing this this weight loss journey because I'm not alone. You know, um with with weight loss, with with when you're trying to achieve a goal, sometimes you feel like you you're alone in this thing. And not to say that I never had like friend or family support. My family supports me 100%. My son Tavian, he came to the to the gym with me in March, right? He came with me. And to him, he's just like, yo, maybe to him, he's probably like, yo, I'm just going to the gym. But to me, it's like, yo, he's coming to support. You know what I mean? He's coming to make sure that dad's going to make it. You know what I mean? And my wife, you know, she's preparing meals, you know, instead of going out to Costa Vida or eating out. Not to say that eating out's bad, um, but you know she was she's putting that effort in she's going to the the store and she's getting me you know the 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 raw food and the the stuff that i need to succeed in this in this journey right and um i uh but when i had a friend that was like uh yo i'm doing this with or without you like i'm i'm going to be there if you want to show up cool <clears throat> that just that that hit different you know what i mean and uh and so i go and it was the best thing ever it was the hardest workout and it wasn't even like a, a super like intensive p90x type workout it was like yo like we're just gonna do this you know the, on the track and we're gonna run these football drills and 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 have fun while doing it and i i ended up having a blast it was it was a lot of fun and that's where it starts right that's where it starts in, in the month of april and so now i'm i'm implementing the workouts with nutrition you know, in, in the month of April and, uh, I seen tremendous, uh, growth. So in March, I didn't get my starting weight. I didn't, I didn't even weigh in in the month of March. So I could have lost a bunch of weight in March, but I didn't, I didn't track it. Um, in April, I started to track my weight. It was, uh, let's, let's see how we do with, with this, uh, with this working out and putting a focus on nutrition and I ended up losing uh, a total of 11 pounds in the month of April. And uh, I just feel good. You know, going into May, unfortunately, I didn't feel too good this this past four days. So I missed four days in the gym. But I did also didn't eat horrible. You know what I mean? So um, I barely ate, you know, those four days. So um, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about it. And um, I still have the spark. I'm still holding on to the spark. Went to the gym today and uh, had a great workout. You know, I'm looking at my workouts a little bit differently now. Like um, a lot of people that I follow now, they're bodybuilders, right? And that's exactly what I am. I'm building my body. You know what I mean? I'm building my body to what I know I can achieve. You know what I mean? I know I can get to a place where I'm super happy. Um, And not to say I'm not happy now, but I just want to, I want my body to be better. You know what I mean? And so I, I, I want to challenge you. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, I have that spark or, or I'm waiting for that spark to happen, whatever it is, it might not even be weight loss. It might not even be, uh, it might be getting off of drugs. It might be, um, you know, get, you know, getting the, the, the confidence to leave your job and open your own business. Or it might be the confidence to, to ask a girl out or ask a guy out or ask them out. Cause you know, non-binary, I want to make sure we look after our people. Are you sick of podcasts that just interview people with the same questions and gossiping nonsense? Are you tired of hearing about what's wrong with the world? 
Can you locate your nearest orphanage? Who cooked the last supper? R.I.P. Mr. Potato Head. Seppuku Harakiri. Where, Where is, is Mavis, Mavis Beacon? Beacon? This is Hoss. And this is Hoss Beefy. Listen to the Beans and Rice podcast. Exclusively in Braille and all streaming platforms. Patent pending. Um, But uh, whatever that spark is, whatever it is in life that you're looking for right now, look for that spark, man. And when you have that spark, leap on that spark. It will take you out of any depression that you have. It might take out, it will take you out of any anxiety that you have. It will take you out of some of the lowest lows that you may face. I'm telling you from experience. And um, yeah, I just want to challenge you to do that. Um, I look forward to seeing the progress in the month of uh, May going into June. I have a really realistic goal for the end of the year um, that I, I feel like, I know I will hit as long as I can stay consistent. We don't have much longer in the month of uh, or in the year of 2022. Um, we're going into our Michael Jordan year, the year 2023, and um, I know for a fact it, it, I can hit that goal, and I'm, it just makes me excited. And and talking on the Isolation Twenty podcast, it makes me feel good to put those words out there because. Our words mean something. Our words can uh, can can drive the future, and um, I choose to use those words confidently by saying that you know, come January, come the end of December, I am going to meet that goal, and uh, I, I'm just really excited about it. Something else that I'm excited about is um, U ninety two Summer Jam. So um, about. Man, man, maybe about a little bit, maybe about two months ago. Uh, yeah, it was right after Valentine's Jam. Um, you know, we're talking about Summer Jam. We're talking about, um, you know, what that looks like. And uh, shout out to the T-Talk podcast, by the way, because they, they brought up a, a good uh, question or good dialogue about um, about Summer Jam. Because people look at the lineup and they're like, how? Like, why ain't they bringing Drake? Well, you also have to understand that this is a business and there's a lot of money that it would take to get Drake here in Utah, right? And uh, will you make money off of that concert? So what I like to do is, um, for the people that don't understand that uh, the Broadway media, the radio station is still a business, right? Um, what I like to do is, I, I, what I, I like to explain it in the in the way of dollars, right? So you see them all over social media. You see these different tiers, right? You see these these graphs of these tiers, and uh, each each artist costs money, right? So like uh, Drake could cost twenty bucks, right? And then somebody like uh, Snow the Product can cost three bucks, right? And you only have you know twelve bucks to make a concert, right? So if I hand you ten bucks, and you have to spend that ten bucks. On a concert, you have to take some high tier artists, right? That are, um, you know, seven bucks. You have to take some, you know, two dollar, one dollar artists, right, to fill that ten bucks. So that's how I kind of want to explain that to people when they're like, "Why can't you just go and get Jay Z or Eminem?" Right? <laughs> it's not that simple, not that easy. Um, but I look, I very much look forward to Summer Jam, uh, two thousand twenty two. It's been a five year hiatus. A long five years and growing up in Utah and Salt Lake City, Summer Jam has always been a staple. 
Um, even down to like the Cinco de Mayo concerts that used to be annual before I was even at the station. Um, these are concerts that would happen here in Utah. For those of you that's not, that are not local, I, I work at a radio station called U92 at Broadway Media. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's Utah's number one hip hop station, right? And, uh, I had the opportunity to, to, to work here, you know, for U92 and, and I never thought that Summer Jam would be coming back. You know what I mean? I, 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 it's just never really been a thought of mine. Um, but it's for real. Like, it's really happening. And, uh, yeah. June 17th at the UU Hell Plaza at Rio Tinto Stadium. I'm excited because uh, Russ is coming, YG, my man Corday, uh, an artist that I haven't seen perform yet, Vince uh, Staples. He's performing in Junior Choi. Right. Another new artist with a big single on the on the radio and going, you know, it's a national song. I mean, it's on TikTok and everything. Um, Yeah, I'm excited because I haven't I, I've oh, I've performed at them. I've hosted some side things, but now it's like I'm an employee. Uh, it's a little bit more official. Right. So I, I really look forward to it. And uh, I hope that if you have interest in coming to Summer Jam, that you go and get tickets RioTintoStadium.com is where you can get them or U92SLC.com. I, I look so forward to it. Um, hopefully, maybe I get another interview with Corday. Um, that dude is a busy guy, but um, who knows, man? We had I had such a good time with him the first time. Maybe he would be down to do another one. You never know, though. Maybe he hated it. Maybe he's like, yo, that dude Dre is weird. Um, but I don't know. Or maybe, maybe Vin. Or maybe... Maybe I even get a Russ uh, interview. You know, Russ would be one that I would want to sit down with because um, I I am a hundred percent about if you could do it yourself, do it yourself. You don't need this big any anybody big to help you, right? The help is always great, but what Russ did with being independent, creating this cult following, and then on top of that, like owning his music and and becoming a multimillionaire off of his own music and, 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 and staying 10 toes down and just doing it himself. That's why I admire snow, the product so much, right? Because these artists, they do it. And in 2022, anybody can do it. There's no gatekeepers. You can literally do anything you want. And anybody that tells you anything different, I would challenge them on it because I often talk about even podcasting. You know what I mean? Like I get people all the time that come to the studio and they talk about like they need this and they need that. I know you don't. You don't at all. Um, What you need is drive. What you need is to hold on to that spark. Because that one moment where you're like, yo, I want to start a podcast, hold on to that and ride that spark. Because if you don't, then that's when you make excuses and all those things, right? Um, But speaking of Snow the Product, speaking of... um, being independent, uh, I did have the chance to interview her and my man Chappelle Lacey, man. Two huge interviews that I, I, I've i always wanted to do, right? And they're not like super famous people, but they're people that I admire, right? Chappelle is a, a comedian that has been doing it for a while. Uh, he did it all off of a dare, right? And he had fun with it. And he held on to that spark. You can kind of see the theme of today's episode of Isolation 20, right? Is that like you don't need a huge thing 
to be great. You're great right now and you might not know it. And those artists, these people, they they are a good reminder of it. And I have homies in my circle right now that I I see great things from and uh you know, I tell them that all the time. I think that you know, it's a tremendous thing that that I've been uh, you know, had the opportunity to to be a part of and 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 see and I, I yeah man I'm just I'm just super excited for the future. Um I'm super excited about my own growth. Um I'm nervous about things that I get uh, I'm nervous about opportunities. Now when I say that I'm nervous that I might not see an opportunity when it's presented. That's a that's something that I'm working on. There's often times where um I miss an opportunity because I I might overthink it or I might overlook it. And that's nothing that I want to do in the future, but it happens, right? But I I'm nervous about those kind of things, but I'm super excited about it at the same time. Um yeah, I I I got some music news. Do we want to jump into music? Let's jump into music. Jack Harlow, my man Jackie Jack Harlow, which by the name, did, did you know his real name is Jackman Thomas Harlow? I had no idea. I thought his real name was Jack or maybe Jackson. But yeah, Jack Harlow just dropped um, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, um, his sophomore album, and uh, it was good. First, first listen through, it was good. Does it beat out Pusha T? I don't think so. I don't think they're comparable. Um, if you're talking about maybe commercial success, Jack Harlow is definitely going to sell more. Um, but I uh, I see a lot of great things coming from Jack Harlow. And the reason why I say that is because he, he's been doing his press one, right? Um, fantastic dude, man. I, I really like where where he's at. I like what he's uh, what Jack Harlow's giving us right now. Uh, when he went on to the Breakfast Club and he's showing his personality, he's witty with it, right? He's really good with the comebacks. I'm like, I like this guy. And that always happens, right? That's why artists, I think it's very important for you to to show that. I think it's important for you to sh- to to go out and do interviews and uh, do podcasts, right? Or maybe even start your own, right? Um, or maybe not because you might be horrible at this podcasting thing. But I think it's important for you to get in front of people. And show your personality because that's where people are going to buy into you, right? Um, it happened with Post Malone when he sat down with Joe Rogan. So many people thought one thing about Posty, and then after that Rogan interview, it was like, "Yo, like I like this guy," right? Because you got to see his personality, and that's what I got from this press run with um, Jack Harlow, right? He gave us a great album, really good album. The production I was stupid, stupid nice, so good. And then you complement that with some good interviews, some really good moments. You know, the Hot 97 interview was great. I look forward to maybe even seeing the LA Leakers. Uh, uh, probably we might get an LA Leakers verse from them. I wouldn't be surprised, right? Um, I would love to see him on Sway. I think that he. I would love to see him on Unrestricted. Hey, Jack, the offer's there. 
He will be in town uh, September 27th, though, at the uh, at the Maverick Center. Him and City Girls, he's on tour right now uh, promoting the album. So if you want to see Jack Harlow, that's going to be a good time to, to see him. I believe he was here, was it January? I want to say he was here in January at the Depot. And uh, a couple of the homies went, uh, Front Desk Sarah went, and so did Bangarang. And Bangarang was telling me that Jack was like, yo, next time you guys see me, I'm going to be in an arena. And... He, he did it. He's going to be at the Maverick Center. Uh, so that's exciting, man. I, I look forward to see his his progress, man. He's he's an, an, an amazing artist, and uh, he, gave us, he gave us a great product. I, I want to see that. I want to see how he performs live because I haven't seen Jack Harlow live yet. So um, if you want tickets, maverickcenter.com is where you can get those. He'll be in town uh, September 27th. Another artist that dropped a, a really dope art uh, piece of art is – my bro, K the dog. Yeah. M3 dropped. Uh, your boy made a cameo on it. Uh, surprising to me, it was at the very top of the album. I was the intro. That was that was crazy. I uh I love I love K, man. I think K is a phenomenal artist and a phenomenal person. Another person that um, when you listen to him on podcasts and stuff, he gives you good content. You know what I mean? He gives you um, laughs and he gives you his thoughts. And that's what really makes a total package, right? Is those artists that can really do both, right? This M3 record, though, man, this album, it was done really, really well. The production on it, the song placement, you listen to it all the way through. It sounds so good, man. Um I don't know. I would love to see um, back, oh, not background, but I would love to see, like, how the whole project comes together, right? I would challenge any artist. Like, when you are creating uh, an EP or um, a whole album, full-length album, right, I would love to see the process in that. And what does that look like? Give us a little um, 30 minutes, right? Give us a little 30 minutes of footage of you creating the 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 genius genius is the perfect example from uh Kanye West on Netflix doc perfect example give us that because I would love to see the emotion that was put into it what we what the final product was probably was not what it was you know when you first thought about it right so I would love to see artists do more of that and I would love to see that for M3 because even for my own portion of the song or the album I don't remember that. I don't. Re- I remember Kay hit me up and he was like, Joe Dre. Um, I think he was like, yo, leave me a voicemail. Everybody's leaving me voicemails. And he's like, leave me a voicemail. Just tell me something. And so I came up with that. And uh, that was during a time when uh, I, I feel like that was during a time when I was going through a lot as well. You know, there's this thing as creators that where we want recognition. We might not say it, right? We might not say, yo, I want to be recognized, but, and not to say that we need our our ego stroke, but we do. We do. As creators, when we throw something out, we want, a, we want recognition. We want the, yo, that song was dope, or yo, that podcast made my day, or yo, that music video reaction was, was ill, or man, thank you for putting me on to this artist because I never even knew about him. We we love to get that type of feedback And maybe that's what it is Maybe it's feedback It's not even like recognition It's not even like you having to say anything Other than yo I, I peeped it You know what I mean And so 
I I want to challenge people to to do more of that. <clears throat> if there is somebody in your life, if there is an artist that you really like and you you just oh you listen to their songs on repeat, let that person know. No matter how big they are or how small they are in their career, let them know because your comment could really make or break them continuing to do that craft because it's not cheap. It's not cheap to do this podcast. It's not cheap to do uh, my YouTube channel, right? It's not cheap to put together an album like M3. It's not cheap. And so when when you're dedicating your life in and you're putting in all this effort, um, it's nice to hear those things back. So that's what I would challenge you to do is to do just that. My man Pusha T, I already told you about right now Push has album of the year for me. It's almost dry was highly anticipated. This is coming off of a, a Daytona album that for me it was like Daytona or Victory Lap. And uh that year, I think it was 18, 2018, I believe. Maybe it was I think it was 18. Um for me, that was album of the year, right? Uh I know some people gave it to 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 Nipsey, God rest his soul. Uh, which was a phenomenal album in its own right as well. But Daytona just hit so different. And honestly, like, if I'm putting Daytona versus It's Almost Dry, I almost have to put Daytona above it just because of Infrared. With 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 It's Almost Dry, we never got, like, there was no... To my knowledge, right? I know that he talked about how the Joker was playing in the background and how he wanted it real gritty and, you know, everything like that and how he, you know, he worked with Pharrell and and Kanye, um, which is amazing, right? But during the time of Daytona, this is during the time of uh, uh, the Drake back and forth, man. This is is coming off of... uh, uh, infrared and and uh was it adonis right and you are hiding a son you are you hiding a child right go ahead and love that girl like it just puts daytona in another like another stratosphere for me like it's gonna be really hard for 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 push to top daytona for me personally as a push fan uh i love cocaine rap if you want to call it that you know uh i love what he does but that album for this year, it's definitely front runner for album of the year for me. Um, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. I don't know what to do with my hands. If you're on the YouTube gang, hey, Bad Bunny. Uh, he dropped a new album. It's called, uh, see, I need a Angel. No hablo Dre Espanol. Let's do it this weekend because I need help with my Spanish. All right. Un ver- verano senti. Un verano senti. I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, Bad Bunny, man. Everything he touches is gold, right? Um, I need to give it a full listen through. Uh, I haven't even even tried to listen to it, but I know that he dropped, and uh, it's expected to go pretty big, this one. I believe they're talking about 250, maybe even more, um, which is dope, man. I like to see him win. I think Bad Bunny is somebody that... uh, is himself authentically himself no matter what and that's the thing that i appreciate i love when an artist is them no matter what it doesn't matter what he wears it doesn't matter how he talks it doesn't matter that he's a a wrestling fan it doesn't matter that doesn't matter it just matters that he's himself 
and uh that's what i love and i can't i can't wait to jump into it i'm sure there's gonna be some bangers that i bring to the club right um kendrick kendrick lamar (laughs) k dot himself (sighs) he dropped the video last night was it last night yeah i think it was last night he dropped the video for the heart part five where he uh he was going through a lot I need to re-listen to it because there's a lot of bars there But he essentially He was speaking in in a way Where it was It was it could be implemented Sorry Zumba's going crazy downstairs by the way So if you hear Zumba That's what it is um, But he uh, You know there's a part where he, he was going through a deep fake It was OJ Simpson It was Kobe Bryant It was Will Smith it was Nipsey Hussle, right? Um, all these deep fakes in this video. And the video is very simple. He's literally just in front of a wall and he's rapping. And at first I was like, all right, is the, is the wall going to fall down? Is he going to be in like a burning building or something? And that's when the faces started changing. And it was a deep fake. And it was so, oh my gosh, it was done so good. That you would have thought that it was the actual person's face. Like it was their it was them. And uh it just gets people hype about this Friday's drop of Mr. Morale and the Big Step and the Big Steppers, right? The new uh Kendrick Lamar album. They're saying it's a double album. Uh there was a leak, not even a leak. It was a photo of Kendrick holding two two CDs, right? And the title of uh Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I don't know what that means. A lot of people are saying it's the last TDE compilation plus his last uh, album with TDE. That's kind of the rumor around the hip hop space. Um, Regardless, we're in for a treat. He gave us so much, man. He gave us so much with that video. And that's just a small taste of what we're about to get. We're in for a, uh, a very long weekend. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to have to jump into and learn from Kendrick Lamar. Um, in the music space, there's one last thing that I had. Uh, Drake's produced, and I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice. I've been talking all day. I apologize. So if you make it this far, this is not my normal voice. <laughs> I'm dying out here, man. I've been working so much. I've been working so much. My voice is gone. Um, I think the Lake Talk 801 said it on their last podcast. They're like, yo, I wonder if Drace ever gets tired of talking. And the answer to that is no, I don't, unless I lose my voice. And then it's like, ah, that sucks. I hate losing my voice. But, um, yeah, so Drake's producer, 40, um, he he does pretty much all Drake's stuff, right? We've We've heard him for a very long time. He's in a tremendous producer. He actually just dropped a uh, a new mini doc. It's only like 14 minutes, 15 minutes long. And you can actually find it on Native Instruments uh, on YouTube. So just search uh, 40 Documentary Native Instruments and you can find it there. It's pretty cool. He, he goes through his neighborhood in Canada and he talks about the influence of, uh, of uh, the Jamaicans and how like the culture in, in Canada and, and their section, how it really molded them into who they are. And 40 is another one who banked on himself. You know what I mean? He got a, he bought a studio before he bought his own house. You know what I mean? So 
just more of those inspirational uh, type stories where it's like, yo, please bank on yourself. Like always bank on yourself because at the end of the day, a big corporation, a little corporation, any one of those, they're just looking at you like a number. At the end of the day, you're just a number. You could be replaced really quick and uh, they don't care about you. If nobody else is telling you that, I'm here to tell you that. And uh, stories like 40 where he banks on himself and he creates his own opportunity. I love those stories. And you can look where he's at now. Like he's a very successful producer. He's helping other people. And he 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 helped create one of the biggest stars ever walked this earth. Drake. It's pretty incredible. Um, I love to see it. Check out the music. Oh man, UFC two four or two seventy four. Uh, we were at a bar named Sue eighty one thirty six South State Street. Shout out to all my folks over there, man. Uh, bar named Sue. If you haven't been, we have a blast, man. We watch the move or we watch the fights every pay per view. We watch the fights and then after the fights, I DJ right. I play some music, make you shake your ass a little bit. Either that or maybe you come up to me and complain. Regardless, I get you moving in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and uh, um, man, it was a, a pretty good UFC card. Um, the main event was uh, Charles Oliveira and uh, Justin Gaethje. Now, Charles Oliveira, he came in overweight. He did not make the weight cut, which means he relinquished, I think, I think that's the word, his, uh, his title. So he's not the champion. So there's just a title out there in the wind. So whoever goes for the title next will become the champion, right? It might even be him again. But um, going into this fight, I was going for, mind you, I like both of these these martial artists, right? Um, I always knew that Charles Oliveira, hey, if he gets you, he'll, he will make you tap. And that's exactly what happened with Gaethje, man. It's unfortunate. Um but hey, you got to give it to Charles, man. He he's a bad dude, man. And uh, whoever he has next, they're gonna have some big shoes to fill. I don't I don't know. I don't know who. I mean, is it Islam? I I, I don't know. I don't know who's next. Um, I think that's the only person that makes sense at this point, right? Um, but such a such a good time, man. At a bar named Sue, watching the fight. Shout out to my man Angel coming through. K the dog coming through. Um. I look forward to uh, the next pay-per-view. Something else I look forward to is um, Fierce Fighting Championship. So if you're not if if you're not following local MMA, you definitely should because we have some really talented uh, athletes here in Utah and even around the, the uh, surrounding states. You know, um, and I had the opportunity, I had the the privilege, the honor to uh, DJ. Fierce Fighting Championship 19 at the Maverick Center. And that was incredible. Let me tell you what. I uh I was very nervous. I, I when I got the call, right? When uh my guys uh Jason and Zach asked me, I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Um I mean it it, it merges my two worlds that I love. Music and fighting. I love both of them very much and uh I was just very uh, honored to do it. So I'm going to take you through my day a little bit uh, for that day. So I get to the Maverick Center about 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock was my, uh, my, 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 uh, my sound check, right, my walkthrough. 
And so I get there and I instantly see my guy Joey. Now, my guy Joey is the sound guy. He's the man, right? He's the one that makes your concerts and everything sound good at the Maverick Center. And uh, he also does the depot too, I just found out. But um, he was like, he see me, I see him, and I was like, yo, I thought you remember me? He's like, yeah. And uh, it goes back to hey, about four years ago. I used to DJ there for um, Arena Football, the Screaming Eagles. Now it's uh, fan-controlled football, by the way. Fan-controlled football, it's, 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 it's doing a lot of cool things right now. So Google fan-controlled football. You'll be able to see what they're doing. I'll talk more about that maybe uh, on another episode. But So I uh, I see Joey, and he's like, yo. And so I was like, you remember me? He's like, yeah. I was like, man, it's, it's Dre. I was like, what's your name again? He's like, it's Joey. I was like, man, what's up? And it instantly right there, like my nerves calmed down. I was like, all right, I'm in good hands, Joey. We've done this before. I know how to do this. I know what he's looking for. I know how to communicate with him. And so, uh, so that's all good, right? I get my sound check done really quick, like, 30 minutes or so. Hey, yo, you're probably listening to the Unrestricted Podcast with Dre Rocker. We are? No, they are. Yeah, oh, right, right, right. Oh, wow. And I'm the real Ruby. You can catch me and Fonzie and the... Defunct. Daddy Funk on uh, Late Talk One Podcast. Yeah, but I, I think you have to come in more smoother, more funnier. Like, yeah, yeah, they could catch us on the Late Talk One Podcast. Yeah, y'all can catch us on the Late Talk One. Yeah, and we'll be like, and yeah, man, hey, and they can catch people like me, the real Ruby, and people like you, Fonzie, and people like him, G Daddy Funk, wow, that's on the Lake Talk people. 801. Who cares? <laughs> what did he say? Huh? I didn't hear him. I don't know, but Why? this probably should be the ad. Is this, are these on? Catch a new episode every Monday on all streaming platforms. The Lake Talk 801. Tune in now. Tune in now. Tune in now. So then I go back home, I, I finish getting ready. And then um, I come back to the arena about 3 o'clock or so. Doors open at, at 4. And so I'm there. I'm ready to go. And uh, everything's good, right? Got music going. And then about, about it was before the first intermission. So maybe about an hour or two hours into the, the, uh, the fights, my needle stopped working. Now, I have digital needles, right? If you're looking on a turntable, we have needles to, to, to read the record, right? To read the music, to play the music. Without those, you can't play music. I mean, you can, but you can't. So they go out during, during the fight. Mind you, somebody can get knocked out or choked out at any minute, which means, yo, as soon as this fight's over, music needs to go on. So I'm, I'm stressing, I'm calling. I'm calling Joey on the intercom because they have these head, headsets that you can you can talk to him without being right next to him. So I'm like, call him like, yo, Joey. I'm like, you're where you at? Yo, 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 yo. I need help. I need help. I need help. Mayday, mayday, mayday. I'm hitting every button. I'm make. I'm like trying to find him right because I need house sound. I need him to know that yo, I need to restart my shit because it's 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 bad right now. So I need you to play something. I don't care if it's I'm a Barbie girl. I need you to do this, right? So the fight ends up going uh, the distance. It ends up going um, to the very end of the rounds. I think it was a three-round fight, five-minute rounds. And uh, and then he comes on. He's like, yo, what's up? I was like, yo, son, I need your help. I need, I need you to play something. He's like, all right, I got you. And he was like, all right, just one second. And then the fight's over, right? They read it and everything like that. And music comes on. I'm like, what the fuck? 
I was like, yo, he told me one minute, but he never said that he was playing the music. He ends up getting the music on, and I'm like, yo, Joe, is that you? He's like, yeah, man, do what you got to do. And I was like, all right, cool. Keep in mind that I am the 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 music for the the athletes when they walk out, right? When they walk out, I play their music. Joey doesn't have that. So it's very important that I get this going right now because if not, whatever Joey plays is what they're walking out to. It could be something crazy. You know what I mean? So um, I hurry up and I, I, uh, I restart and I get it all going. And thank goodness, right as the announcer is announcing uh, the next fights, um, I was able to uh, get the music back going on my end. And I was able to save my fucking ass. And Joey saved my ass. And that's a long gig. We're talking about, I was going by, I was going, I had music going before four. So like 345 to 1030. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long gig. And those needles, they're, they're supposed to have a 10-hour charge, but they don't. Um, I got down to, like, the last 20% of my needle, ended up making it through. Um, you know, that is an, a really cool experience. You know, I feel honored. I feel privileged, one, to DJ our local MMA fights. Like, that's super sick. Like, that's that's something that I, I, I truly, like, appreciate. Um, because I've been seeing the, I've been, I've been tapped into our local MMA community since 2009, 10. <laughs> it was something like that. It was like nine or 10. I had the opportunity to, uh, to interview Matt Hughes. Uh, yeah, man, I've, I've had the opportunity to do some really cool things in our MMA community here. And, uh, to just say that I've been able to do it, um, at the biggest venue, for the biggest fight promotion in Utah, uh, it was just incredible, man. And you see the slowly the slow growth of that promotion, and that's what really makes me happy is that they they just keep growing and growing. So I just want to invite you out to the next one. The next I can't I don't think I'm allowed to say when the next one is, but make sure you follow me uh, on Instagram at Dre Raka D R E R A W K A to find out when the next fight is, um, because they are. They're super fun. If you have a kid, it's a all ages event, so I would highly suggest bringing your kid um, to the fights. Um, a fight that I was really surprised about over the weekend was Canelo. Now, I'm not the biggest boxing fan, but when there's big names like Wilder, Fury, Ortiz, uh, Garcia, uh, Canelo, right? I get excited. I'm like, yo, Canelo's fighting. Like, I, you know, I mean, I get excited about those, and so. Uh, finding out, I didn't get to see the fight obviously because I was DJing the UFC. But to see him uh, fight and lose to um, uh, Bivov, I believe how you pronounce it, that was a weird thing to see because you you just don't see Canelo lose. <coughs> and I looked at the replay, and Canelo got pieced up a few times. Um, so maybe we'll get a rematch. I don't know what happens next with Canelo, but I look forward to seeing it. Uh, shout out to the Salt Lake Bees. Uh, minor league beige, uh, baseball is in full swing. So I was uh, K the dog was actually telling me he was like, "Yo, I want to go to a few games." So I think that's gonna be something that happens this summer. We're gonna be going to a, a few Bees games because the season goes all the way until August. So that's gonna be exciting. I'm still talking about sports, esports. You know, I always talk about Verity esports, but Jazz 
Esports, Jazz Gaming, had the opportunity to uh, talk with them and build a relationship with them. Uh, which, if you're not familiar with that, they are. Um, it's an NBA 2K gaming league for the NBA, and the Utah Jazz have a team. Obviously, they are the Utah Jazz, right? Um, and uh, they're doing some really cool things. I look forward to see where they grow. You know, they've been doing it for. I want to say this was their fourth year, fifth year, I believe. Um, but super cool, man. They keep growing. Um, if you haven't listened to that interview, you can check that out um, anywhere that you find my my podcast. <laughs> you can check that out. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg just partnered up with uh, the co-founder of PayPal, Ken Howery. How, 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 I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, they spent $600,000 um, to buy an ownership stake of uh, Ice Cube's Big Three League, I think this is perfect timing, especially when Ice Cube or uh, Snoop Dogg just bought Death Row, right? So, who knows what what happens now? I mean, Big Three, Snoop Dogg's in this digital Web three space. Who knows? Maybe there's a an NFT type of area they could do. Maybe we're getting in the Big Three gaming. I don't know. I think that Snoop Dogg has something up his sleeve though. I guarantee you in the next five years, we're going to see something dope from the big three, more than what we already have, right? Being able to see these uh, these former M- NBA players get back on the court and do what they love and see them, like Gary Payton coach, like it's just, it's just dope. I love it. I love what, uh, what Ice Cube's doing with the big three league. Uh, the official season starts June 18th. That's a Saturday. Um, Big3.com is where you can get more information about that. So I'm usually not the WNBA kind of guy. I uh, back when the Utah Stars were a thing, I, I kind of followed it a little bit. Um, Cheryl Swoops, obviously Lisa Leslie, right, the OGs of this WNBA shit. Um, but I caught myself at the bar on Saturday before the UFC started watching the Connecticut uh, Connecticut Suns uh, play uh, the New York Liberty. And uh, I was just sitting back and I was watching it and it it just slowly got closer and closer and it was a tight game and I was like holy smoke like I was into it just like I was I would any other sport I was like damn so it really made me realize that like yo I I need to I need to watch more of the WNBA I need to follow the WNBA more and I would challenge you to do the same I don't have a team I don't have a WNBA team but New York Liberty won. They won uh, 79-81, so I think I might I might just be a, a New York Liberty fan. I don't know. Well, let me know. And maybe you're a WNBA fan. Maybe uh, maybe you can persuade me to to pick a team, and maybe we can be team buddies for the WNBA. <laughs> Regardless, um, I just look forward to supporting that a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, man, what a day. My voice is gone. I'm parched. Um, I need to go home, cook some dinner. And uh, get back to the grind, man. We we are back on it. Um, if there's anything that you take away from my podcast, I hope that you take the uh, the honesty that I give you, the truth that I give you, and I hope that you project that as well. I hope that you leave uh, happy. I hope that you find that spark and go and kill it, whatever it is. I go by the name of Dre, the number one chief rocker. That was Isolation 20 Podcast. I'll be back soon with another podcast. Maybe have some friends with me next time. 
Uh, allrock.com, A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. Uh, Dre Rocka on Instagram, D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. And uh, pay women more. And I hope you'll have the day you deserve. I'm out. Peace.